mother and daughter duo looking to raise awareness for the genetic disorder Turner Syndrome. We want to thank you for joining us on our fifth podcast today. Yep, and, and, yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a good one. Uh, so our topic is actually going to be about living with celiac and food allergies. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of you might be wondering, well, it doesn't necessarily have to do with Turner Syndrome, but which I we found that it does um, mm-hmm. after doing some research, and it's something I've been living with, and I found out fairly recently. So we thought it was something important to go over and something interesting that you guys might like to hear about. So um, the first off, before we really get into it, we obviously want to say we're not licensed doctors or nutritionists. Yeah, no, we yeah. do feel like it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So we just want to let you guys know that if after hearing us, you do think you might have this um, condition, uh, we definitely want to advise you to go to a doctor or a licensed nutritionist first before making any major like lifestyle changes, because there there can be some big ones that we're going to look into. Um, So, yeah, if you feel like you might have it, definitely go with a doctor or nutritionist first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, and like Brooke said, we we found this topic to be something um, very important to share because it's something that we found out when she was an infant, um, she had some side effects from, from all of this. We didn't know that at the time, being you know a young baby, but it wasn't until she became older that she was actually diagnosed finally. And it's something that we feel that is important that providers should really be looking at girls that are diagnosed with Turner's or even if you're a young lady later on in life, and you've had some of the symptoms we're going to be talking about, you know, like Brooke said a minute ago, just kind of go back and check with your doctor and then and have some tests done because that's what she did. And uh, we're looking forward to rolling into this topic. So, um, so starting off, some of the symptoms that, you know, are listed, and I'm grabbing this from the Mayo Clinic online. So like, you know, if you have any questions, certainly look online too and, uh, and check that out. But some of the symptoms that are listed are for, for celiac disease would be vomiting, um, bloating, abdominal pain, irritability, short stature, which kind of stuck out, um, anxiety, seizures, irregular periods, infertility, um, thinning of hair and dull skin, anemia, let's see, blisters and skin rashes that itch, um, fatigue and let's see um, aches in the joints and in the head and acid reflux and heartburn and obviously Brooke you haven't had all of these all oh, of these no. things no. these are these are just symptoms that are you know and, and digestive <coughs> issues are a big one too but you know for Brooke she hasn't had all of these these are just symptoms and not everybody will you're gonna have you could have a few of these things um, but it is definitely something that we found out that it is you know girls with Turner's are more likely to have. So, Brooke, what were some of the things when you first, well, I can kind of talk a little bit about when you were younger, or do you want to talk about how you're doing now? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely doing fine now that I'm on like a gluten-free diet and everything like that. Oh, and another thing, um, another, some other symptoms mm-hmm. are dairy intolerance as well. Oh, right. And other, Absolutely. and other, along with other food allergies. Yep. But dairy intolerance is the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah growing up I guess um I did notice I got sick a lot but I think like like um all of us thought it was just due to like maybe nerves just mm-hmm. me kind of being a kid like overeating occasionally yeah and especially when it started getting like less when it started happening less and less yeah. Um, and eventually just kind of stopped after I'd become used to the gluten and yeah. my body just became accustomed to it. So we didn't really, so we didn't really suspect anything. So that was kind of no. tough. But. No, if we backpedal to your childhood though, because it's yeah. kind of fun, funny how you said that about how it went away. You know, you had it, you were sick when you were younger and then all of a sudden it went away. Yeah. As a parent, I can kind of, it kind of makes sense to me now um, as to why that happened because with when she was when Brooke was younger, um, she we gave her for her formula. Well, I you know I nursed and that sort of thing uh, when she was younger. But when she was um, finally on a formula, we put her onto soy, and soy was one of the products that she became very allergic to and became very colicky. So we didn't know that at the time, and. As we transitioned into like more solid food, she would get sick off of like, you know, the little Gerber pre-made dishes. <laughs> you know, you get all messy with those, but like the pasta dishes, those sort of things she would get sick off of. Yet, when I put a few Cheerios in front of her, you know, how kids will eat the little, you know, finger foods type of thing. Cheerios were, um, were a good one, and those are gluten-free. So, but I never knew that back in 1996, 97, I had no idea, and and her dad had no idea about celiac disease. So one area, one time of the year, because your birthday is in November, it would seem to always hit around, like, your birthday and, like, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah. You would start to get very, very sick. I mean, really, she would get sick a lot. And we Mm -hmm. just, like you said, you chalked it up to anxiety or excitement. And lo and behold, you know, looking back now, it makes sense Mm -hmm. that, the foods that we were eating were full of gluten, you yeah, know? So we, yeah, like all the Christmas cookies and all the Thanksgiving, which is why it just like a lot of those stuff, um, a lot of those holiday dishes have gluten in them. So I was eating more of it dairy. than I usually, and dairy. Yeah. Yeah, which is, and I just had more of it than I usually did during that time, which is why I just would get sick during, I started getting sick exclusively during those times. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah so and now as an adult. Sense. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but kind of, you know, a few things that I just wanted to share from the uh, Mayo Clinic too, or the causes, um, what I had gathered on here was that saying that your genes combined with eating foods with gluten, um, and other factors can contribute to celiac. Uh, they're not quite sure exactly what the known causes for that. Um, it can be, you know, sometimes celiac disease becomes active during surgery, pregnancy, childbirth, um, severe emotional stress, and it's, you know, your body's immune system overreacts to gluten in the food, and the reaction damages tiny hair-like projections, so the um, villi, I believe it's called, (laughs) which lines the small intestines, that becomes stripped, so the gluten is actually like a glue-like substance, and it strips away the hair follicles which then in turn causes for malnutrition. And one of the reasons why we know a lot about this is also because we, you spoke to a nutritionist. Yeah, um, I've, I've spoke to an actual, um, yeah, I've spoke to a nutritionist and I've spoke with like just a doctor and I've had blood work done that's shown oh, yeah. that I have, that I have like iron deficiency and stuff like that because mm-hmm. of the celiac. Um, and yeah, they aren't sure exactly 
um, always why celiac hits people. But I we can figure mine was probably from I do have hypothyroid. Mm-hmm. And That's hypothyroidism, one one which is one of the signs. Yeah. Um, and they did say Turner syndrome was under there, which is why oh, we yeah. decided to especially bring it up um, for the podcast. Yeah. So it was very interesting to learn about all that. And it all just started clicking with stuff that had been happening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Very interesting. Yeah, it was. And when Brooke went to see her um, endocrinologist, when she was younger, she was kind of, you know, she was diagnosed then, but we didn't quite get too much assistance. It wasn't until um, later on when she went to see somebody else, uh, like a holistic type of a, a doctor who tested her for all kinds of different allergies besides um, gluten and, and that sort of thing. That's when you really found out about other stuff, which that really helped. So, yeah, that is how we learned about the connection with the dairy as well that was where we found out about that yeah because yeah I was diagnosed um I was diagnosed with the thyroid like when I was in high school Mm -hmm. um like my like my first like year or two in high school uh then I finally found out about the celiac my first year of college after going in for a routine thyroid exam right so yeah we did end up going to a nutritionist after that and Mm -hmm. got some more info on that got yeah the allergen test done and yeah found out about all that and it was a big struggle yeah well that was my next question too was so we sit here and we talk about celiac disease and you know um you know um I can't even think of the word being like you know dairy intolerant and that sort of thing that's that's a big change it is uh you wouldn't believe the amount of stuff that has dairy and gluten and stuff in it and the hardest part was like when you were talking about the soy Mm -hmm. um Soy is actually one of the things that does have gluten in it. Right. Um, it's You can find it without it, um, but you definitely don't want to chance it. Right. Because um, I know I've tried and it hasn't been good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, typically everything with gluten contains, it's either wheat, mm-hmm. barley, uh, or rye. Mm-hmm. With, a, with a few other grains like couscous. Mm-hmm. And stuff like soy also being added in there as well um, that can cause some issues. So I've just getting rid of all of that on top of the dairy. It's it's tough. You gotta you gotta really look. You gotta experiment um, with cooking. Definitely get comfortable yeah. in the kitchen, and definitely don't be afraid to let people know. No, exactly. Yeah, and we so. had to. So, you know, Brooke, when like I was just sharing a minute ago, she um, we found you know. When she was younger, we had our struggles trying to figure out what exactly it was that was causing her to get sick. And again, we just chalked it up to being young, being, you know, a young child, just excited for birthdays and then rolling right into the holidays. Um, But then we found out, thankfully, and you went in, you know, through high school and college. When we found out about celiac, we found out that it's not just about um, the food. Like we had no. to do, oh, it was about yeah, the whole yeah. cross-contamination bit too. There was more to it. Yeah, there's, um, it can be in like medications. It can be in uh, beauty products like hair, makeup, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So you definitely want to watch that as well. It can be in like a lot. And you got to be careful of like even being in the same room as somebody who's like making like stuff with flour in it. Right. And it affects, it definitely affects um, 
my day to day occasionally I work at a grocery store yeah. so um, which is actually which actually is pretty good and fine you can definitely find a lot of good gluten free stuff oh, there yeah. I get I get ideas from customers all the time so it's great to just kind of yeah. like talk with them and and find out stuff but it's also tough sometimes like having like the flour come through sometimes and it like goes everywhere but yeah yeah but you bet you've handled it pretty well and and there seems to be different I don't know if there's different levels or not yeah yeah definitely and uh you know going off to school when she went off to school like we shared about Levita in your first episode when you're talking about um you know sharing your story and how they were very conscious and and very uh, helpful at helping you keep gluten-free you yeah. know, watch a celiac while you yeah. were traveling and that sort of thing. Yeah. And then when you went off to college, um, what are some tips that you would give to to somebody that's heading to college that has celiac? Um, I would say try, do your best to get into a dorm that has a good kitchen. Because you're good, and try to, try to find a college if you can um, that's not too far from a grocery store because... Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be cafeteria food. It can be good and everything, It's, um, but it's definitely difficult, um, especially in certain colleges, to find, like, mm-hmm. food that's not cross-contaminated, at least. Like, they might be stuff that's labeled gluten-free, but there's definitely a lot of cross-contamination, unfortunately, that I think goes on, I've noticed. Yeah. So you definitely want to try to get a good kitchen, and don't be afraid to let um, your like people in your dorm know uh, Mm -hmm. because they they can like help you like get a little space set up or allow you to have like that little space that's safe and stuff in the kitchen for you to oh in your dorm room yeah Yeah. that's what you had and you had a basket full of your like dishes and that sort of thing um let's kind of backtrack to high school so yeah high school I'm not sure how the how the cafeterias are in high I'm assuming they're pretty good I wasn't paying attention honestly because I didn't know at the time so I I don't really know either but um I mean I guess it's probably not not too different from college it might actually be a little bit easier yeah if you're in high school um because you can control you know you can control stuff a little bit better if you're living at home especially right packing Um, lunch and yeah so I would just recommend just packing your lunches don't go for cafeteria food here in high school just avoid it and Um, yeah and elementary school it's kind of you know yeah just all that I mean yeah because again I didn't find out until right my call until college so it's kind of tough to say with high school or elementary school but I would assume they've also they could be getting a lot better now I think so I think yeah and hopefully the nurses are you know that's the nurses that are in the school systems and teachers I'm sure that you hear so much about like peanut allergies and gluten is a big one yeah so I'm sure the schools are you know doing a good job at at recognizing that yeah Um, but as a parent you know you too you know, be on alert for some of those symptoms that we listed earlier. And if you feel that, you know, your child might have any of those um, symptoms or anything like that, check with your doctor for sure. And and if they don't give you the answer right away, by all means, keep pushing. (laughs) Don't take no for an answer. I mean, (laughs) that's just just the way that it is. You really have to. But there, you know, usually doctors are pretty good if a parent will ask. But, you know, yeah, you know your child better than anybody. So, yeah. And you um, do, yeah. I mean, when you do, if you do decide, if anybody decides to go in for gluten-free testing, because you definitely don't want to go gluten-free right before you right, get right. tested, because that can screw with the results. Yeah. Um, so definitely try to get tested first, but if they aren't, like, giving any answers, then maybe try gluten-free, see how you feel, and then go back to it and correct. just do do process of elimination, right? <laughs> essentially. Yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. Yeah. Um, so... 
moving forward, and some of the things too I wanted to just uh, touch on off of the Mayo Clinic too, they're talking about some uh, complications when we talk about celiac disease. And one of them is, is malnutrition. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it occurs, it occurs in your small intestines and it can absorb the nutrients because of the, the small hair follicles that are now no longer there or, or stripped. Um, and the malnutrition can lead to anemia and weight loss. Um, it can lead to thyroid issues. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're <laughs> not able to absorb and, and grow properly. Um, it can yeah, cause uh, slow growth and short stature. It can also cause bone weakening. Um, so we do have to be, with you, we have to be careful with that too. So you're on vitamin D, um, yeah. you know, taking extra, I'm taking extra a vitamin D. Vitamin right now. <laughs> What's yeah, that? I'm, I mean, currently I'm just taking a multivitamin that should have a lot of that stuff in it, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it can cause infertility and miscarriage, lactose intolerance, which is what yeah. you were just talking about. Yeah. Um, and cancer, so you got to be careful of that, and nervous system problems. So uh, people with celiac can develop problems such as seizures. Uh, so you just want to be careful, you know, on, on, uh, on that. I, I know a lot of people think that sometimes celiac and gluten, going gluten-free are the same thing, but they're, they're yeah, definitely not. They're, yeah, they are different. Yeah. Um, I notice I've had some, uh, I mean, restaurants and everything like that, going mm -hmm. out to eat, hasn't been hasn't been too bad they've been getting there some yeah. of the chains definitely could yeah be a little more cautious about it mm -hmm. um like the big fast food chains yeah they could be yeah a little more cautious but other than that like restaurants are typically pretty good about it um, right. especially if you tell them that you have celiac oh, yeah they they'll definitely pay attention mm -hmm. um, we had a really good experience at the um at a cafe that rick's cafe i think it was called Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a good... She um, was excellent. Yeah, we had a really good waitress. She let us know everything that was good. Yep. That Shout was out safe to Rick's and, Cafe yes. up on Long Lake. They were <laughs> yeah. amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah, they were really good about it. She was very knowledgeable She was because she had it too, so yeah. she understood. So, yeah. yeah there, just, there's a lot of good ones out there, and that's important. Um, and, she, you know, because like you said, she had it too. So, yeah. Uh, so, what... What has been one of your biggest takeaways? Like when you first heard that you had celiac? Yep. <laughs> what was your first, do you remember what your first thought was back then? Um, honestly, we honestly didn't take it as seriously as I think it should have been taken at first until we, I mean, until we saw like the nutritionist and she had all the tests and told us all that we didn't really mm -hmm. pay much attention to it. We kind of yeah, just was like. Yeah, the more research we did, we were like, wow. Yeah. That was eye-opening. Cause we and we kind of started looking at the gluten free foods and we were like and we were like well this isn't really necessarily healthier mm -hmm, so true. like so like like well the some of the gluten stuff looks like healthier like yeah. in far as far as like nutrition value yeah. so we just kind of like we're like well whatever we'll do it where we can but not gonna worry about it right um you did so that, you did try yeah. the Daniel plan that was a good one yeah oh the Daniel plan was really good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. After we after we saw the nutritionist and got all that blood work done, though, that was when we I think we started taking it more seriously. We clean, that was when we cleaned out the kitchen, mm -hmm. we, everything. Yeah, and it was honestly pretty tough when um when we started like when she had me go on like all that like that cleanse oh, thing right, right. and everything. Yeah. That was definitely that was definitely tough. Taking um, things away, yeah. Yeah. I was really... But how did you like, feel? So, yeah. so, yeah, so you were told to take away a few yeah. things, and then how did you feel? Um, I felt 
good afterwards, mm-hmm. but I am I'm not gonna lie, I felt deprived. Mm-hmm. Um but at first, I mean, it didn't last forever. It was only just to get my um, my system back on check. Yeah. So which so it won't it wouldn't it wasn't a long lasting like this is gonna be your diet for the rest right. of your life thing. But it, now yeah now, now it seems better. like you've um learned how to incorporate like stuff that you can't have. Now yeah. you've learned what you can have. Yeah, which is very good. Yeah, I've been learning a lot a lot from the customers at my yep. job actually. Like I've said, but um and also just like looking online. Um, and just from other people I talk to with celiac mm-hmm. as well, um, like coworkers and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been really good. So I, fa- I have found out a lot. And going into like different countries, cuisines and stuff, oh, yeah. like doing stuff like that, Yeah, it, I've been able to find a lot of stuff. So what would you say is your favorite? We're going to go through the your day. Yeah. Like what, 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 if you could have your perfect celiac-free, dairy-free, <laughs> gluten-free, <laughs> everything-free yeah. day. What yeah. would be your favorite breakfast? Um, I actually really like eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, eggs are pretty much a staple because they're good in protein. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then probably the eggs like with spinach. Um, oh, yeah. Eggs That's mixed good. with spinach is actually really good. Yeah. And it's really good for the iron and stuff too. Maybe add some avocado or tomatoes on oh, there yeah. too. Almost like kind of like omelet type stuff are yeah. always like really, really good. Yeah, good. Um, Healthy fats and stuff. Yeah. So, um, how about, because you can't drink milk, Yeah. what would you have to drink? Almond milk is really good, and they also have chocolate almond milk, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Um, but sometimes just water, too, but um, that can get, that does get boring after a while, so, but almond milk is definitely a good option. Yeah, and uh, you have been yeah. throwing some tea bags in that new... Oh, milk. yeah, yeah, um, green tea, I, I really liked ice green tea. That's really I love good. it, I love yeah. it a lot, it's really great. Yeah, it's all um, natural. That's good. Yeah. Now, how about like some snacks during the day? Um, snacks. Let's see. Uh, berries are always really good mm-hmm. um, for the for our morning snack, especially. Yeah. Berries are usually good. Um, sun butter is like a good like um, non peanut butter option to do oh, with like yeah. pretzels or whatever. Yeah. Um, chocolate hummus is also Ooh, another really one. good one. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate sure. hummus and sun butter are both really good like dipping. Yes. Like options for yep. pretzels, berries, bananas, uh, yeah, anything like that. I got that. a little scared with the chocolate hummus, but Brooke had yeah. me give it a little taste <laughs> one day. And a lady that I work with, too, she had me try it. I was like, oh, my goodness. This yeah. tastes like yeah, almost like fudge. But it's like yeah. you feel guilty tasting it. But you're like, wow, it has chickpeas. You know, it's not bad. Yeah. And <laughs> it doesn't healthy. leave like an overwhelming, like, sweet aftertaste no. either, which is nice. No, it's, it's good. It's really nice. Very good. Uh, all right. So moving along on to lunch. Lunch. Um... So people might definitely like the gluten-free breads, um, but it's honestly, it is a little bit expensive. Um, So what I like to do is uh, take like butter or Boston lettuce and make like wraps. Butter lettuce. Butter lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. Butter lettuce um, and make them into wraps with turkey, tuna, um, anything like that. Probably not like peanut butter or some butter or anything like that, but no, but like any type of lunch meat and stuff like that is always good. That is very good. Very good. Uh, let's see. Okay. So let's move on. And popcorn's always a good snack. Yeah. Popcorn's a good one. Yeah. That's always, that's always really safe. Um, sliced veggies with like hummus and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, I'm trying to think of what else there was. Uh, okay. So dinners. Yeah. Dinners are 
Interesting. I really love. Fi- I've been getting into fish a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was one thing that I was actually I got into on when I was doing the detox thing mm-hmm. after I had kind of first found out. Yeah. Um, I started getting into like scallops and like yeah. salmon. Really into salmon. Salmon's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So definitely dinners, uh, salmon, chicken, scallops. Yeah. <laughs> anything like that. There's Protein a lot based. of like. Yeah. tofu stuff we haven't really quite done yet no well tofu t- tim tempura i think oh, is, yeah, we something. have tried yeah, yeah tempura is fine tofu you might have to be careful because that might have gluten yeah um but tempura is usually pretty good but you just want to make double check yeah um and i yeah. want to say i and you know brooke and i have talked in our, our family because we've had to overhaul our uh, meal plans and yeah. you know because not everybody in our family is gluten-free so no. <laughs> it does kind of make it a challenge I don't mind it because it's all like whole you know if you really stick to whole food eating and sustainable eating but you know like your brother he oh, he, <laughs> he does likes, not he won't do it <laughs> no, even though he probably should he should but, but he doesn't <laughs> and it can you know it can get I guess expensive if you want to say say it that way but yeah it really if you shop right and you prepare correctly it's really yeah. not that bad. It's, I mean, you know what? The way I look at it is it's a lot cheaper than having to buy medicine to mm. offset things. So, you yeah. know, keep it healthy. Um, also, be very uh, aware of where you're shopping. I know that where I work, there's a couple of ladies that I work with who have some sort of connection to gluten-free living, dairy-free living, and, um, you know, or they have a family member that may have celiac also. So I've been getting some tips at work. Excuse me. And there's, you know, if you're careful of where you're shopping, be be like savvy. You know, shop around, check out like different places. You know, there's the Whole Foods, there's the, uh, yeah, um, what's that other one? Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, yeah. But you know what? There's also like big lots, and there's like your local grocery stores, that sort yeah. of thing. Hannaford's I know is really really is pretty good about it. They yeah. have where, where, yeah. where was that? Oh, Rennie's. I mean, if you're in oh, Maine, yeah. Rennie's had Rennie's a bunch of places. Good. Yeah, they do have a lot. So places you really wouldn't expect and they're inexpensive so we stocked up I mean you know check around and and see or if you don't live in Maine just check your local stores and ask around ask people yeah because some stores because some stores might not have everything so it's definitely good to check in like a variety of like different stores because I know we found stuff at like even just different Hannaford's oh yeah yeah each each grocery store may be different um, for sure. And, you know, we love Pinterest, so yeah, you know, that's sort of, they always have some yeah. good ideas on there, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love, yeah, I've been finding lots of, I love finding substitutes for stuff. Um, I've been, he, I love like spaghetti squash is another good, oh, like yeah, substitute good for pasta. They do have gluten-free pasta, but honestly, it is a little tough to cook. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, there's yeah. also the, uh, frozen vegetable section oh, now yeah. has, um, yeah like the riced cauliflower yeah, and stuff rice, like that. So, yes, that's really you know, there's good. some different dishes you can get yeah. there. So just be creative, I guess, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so just to kind of pull this all together and wrap it up, I do kind of want to share a little bit, too, of um, some outlets that we've kind of looked at and, and mm-hmm. checked out. And you might want to check them out, too. We're going to post them on our um, social media yeah. sites. Uh, one of them is called celiacfamily.com. So... Check them out. They have a lot of great information on there. Another, um, if you're on Facebook, um, probably Instagram and Twitter, those pages is the Celiac Project. This is um, brought to you by two guys who are very passionate about celiac. 
and so they, they're phenomenal so I would definitely check them out and also you know we're going to share the Turner Syndrome Foundation's um, website too so if you have any other suggestions or questions, um, yeah, let definitely. us know, right? Yeah, definitely. And we might even be having one or two people with celiac as well come yep. on and interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll we'll just, we'll have that information for later. Yeah. So yeah, if there in yeah if there's anything else you'd like to hear about this, um, yeah, definitely let us know. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a fun subject. I feel like we yeah. could talk about this all day, especially. Yeah. With the holidays coming up, yeah, and school starting. Yeah. There's like you know. So we might, yeah, we might definitely come on and check in on like for holidays, yeah, stuff like that. Because there's, yeah, there's definitely a lot to talk about. And if you feel, you know, if this is helpful, helpful to you, please let us know. Um, you know, give us a thumbs up or post something um, so we know, and, and iTunes knows too that this might be helping you. Or if you have any suggestions, like I said, yes, so. definitely. Great. Um, so before we sign off, you can. Reach us on our Insta. You can like let us know on our Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, our Instagram is at ButterflyPod underscore zero four, and our Twitter is at Pod Butterfly. So again, we hope you guys enjoyed, and we hope to see you next time. Yes, thank you. And uh, again, we are just really appreciative to everybody here that's listening to our podcast, um, and we are really passionate about spreading awareness for turners. So thank you again. Have a great day. Don't you